Welcome once again, y'all, to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. This is Chris Kane. Thank you for tuning in, as always. I appreciate the listens and viewerships and reposts and all that fun stuff. We're doing this for you guys, and hopefully this can grow into something one day. Um, last week, we discussed triggering because I was triggered. <laughs> and to recap, I guess if you didn't hear last week's show, it was really about interacting in a situation in present day that triggers or makes you remember something that happened in the past and then you act accordingly. So, you know, someone maybe taking advantage of you reminds me of, sorry, reminds you of maybe an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend and you take an unreasonable stand or you like maybe flip out and the person's like, whoa, sorry, I wasn't trying to do anything. And it's kind of that weird misunderstanding thing. I only brought that up because today's topic is about trying to do more for others than they want to do for themselves. And so I think there's some connection between last week's conversation and this one. So I think it kind of flows into it. There are a number of through lines or threads that go through people's lives. Um, We all have friends that have had multiple relationships in the same way. Or they keep dating the same type person. Or people say the same things about you. Like, oh, you're angry. Or you keep dating douchebags or whatever. And it, it keeps reoccurring. And I think when that's, when that's present in your life, that means that it's something you need to be aware of. Or something to take heed of. Because it's probably something that needs to be examined, possibly fixed, or at the very least recognize what it is. So the reason I think these two go hand in hand is because the triggering thing starts usually early and then it kind of keeps reoccurring. When you want to do more for someone than you want to do for themselves, usually that means that they don't they don't believe they can do more than what they're doing or they don't see that they're stuck. And typically this doesn't just happen once. You don't just hit a rut one time and oh, I'm good for life. They probably hit ruts often. They probably thought medium to low of themselves for a long time. And as the friend or as the family member or significant other, it's your job to encourage them to do more, to do better, to achieve higher. And if they don't see what you see, that can lead to tension, right? Um, Clashing. This happens between me and pretty much anyone I'm close to in my life. Um... I've been told that I'm pushy towards family members, towards relational women. That was a weird way of saying that, towards women, (laughs) relational women. Um, And especially my friends, we all, this is a reoccurring thing. And often I'm, you know, I, I get defensive only because my intentions are pure, right? Like you doing better at life doesn't necessarily help my life. I don't get anything from you, like getting a prom- like a promotion or anything, except for the fact that you're someone close to my life and you're doing better. So, I guess the selfish part is, oh man, my friend just bought a new car. I, yeah, I can brag about my friend buying a car, but that really isn't like a personal benefit. The idea that oh, I remember your old car, like <laughs> you pushing it down the driveway. Um, you not being able to let the window down. That's actually a story from my. That's happened in one of my cars where girls got in, like, he let the window down. And 
maybe maybe six months ago, but now that window's up for life. And so you achieving more and you, you know, accomplishing whatever, I guess I'm saying whatever I think your goal should be, but whatever your industry is, that's something that's always been a theme of my life. And the hard part is when you're pushing someone and you want more for them and they don't want that, or at least they say that they don't want it, then there's disappointment, but that's not fair to them. And so this is something I've always struggled with. I've had these conversations too many times to count. And based on the premise of this whole discussion, this is something I should probably look into, right? Something to examine. If you keep pushing people and they don't, you know, they don't want what you want, maybe push less. But then that goes against my life mantra, so that's the conflict, right? Um, but then there's always the opposite effect where sometimes you push, you push, you push, and there's resistance, resistance, resistance. And at some point, it breaks through. And I've mentioned on a previous podcast the whole rock bottom principle. But sometimes it's just they have to do it on their own time. And maybe they don't know that at the time. Certainly, I don't know that. I'm just trying to push them. But something occurs. Maybe they, it could be an age thing. Oh, you just turned 40. Got to get together. Hey, you're 25. You know, that's a big deal. It could be a bad breakup. It could be, I don't know. It it could be they change careers and they just want to go higher. But sometimes people have to do things on their own time. And if you're Christian, then you know this is a reoccurring theme in the church where it's like, I want a blessing today. And it's it's not time for your blessing, but you think you need it now. Like, Lord, if you if you love me, let me get this job, and then you don't get the job, and then you start questioning your faith or start questioning whether God really wants it for you, whatever. And it's possible that you weren't ready for that job. You thought you were, because maybe the money was better and you're tired of doing what you're doing, but it wasn't quite time yet. And then when the moment does arrive and you do get that job and that promotion, then you like, okay, yeah, I would have been ready for this a year ago. And so what I've seen recently is people who I was, I've been pushing to achieve higher and to really just do better. I think that's, <laughs> this is something I've been saying since college. And I have friends who occasionally they tell me, hey, man, remember back in like sophomore year, you would just say do better. And then we all laugh about it. But then like five years later, I was like, man, I got to do better. Oh, Chris, you should say that. And then it just kind of stuck in there. Because um, do better is vague enough that you can put your own interpretation on it. Do better doesn't necessarily mean achieve more. Do better can mean don't make the same mistake you've made before. Oh, man, I don't know if I can trust this girl. Remember when we had this conversation about the last two girls you dated, bro? I'm not saying to not trust her. I'm just saying, how you feeling? You know, like, like you you probably shouldn't trust. If you're feeling that same feeling that you've suppressed the last two times, maybe the third time you should follow that. Do better. Don't make the same mistake. I don't necessarily consider that, consider that highly achieving. It's just learning from past mistakes. That's doing better. It's... I want this particular, let's say you want to be in shape, which is a very common thing. And then you get caught up at a buffet. Let's say it's someone's birthday or something. And you just like, I was there. 
I didn't have to eat that third piece of cake, but yo, that cake was bomb. It's like, hey, just, just do better. Okay, you're already in this bad situation. You're there. It's a buffet. You're already out of place. You don't got to eat the third piece of cake. Just do better. And so this is a reoccurring theme. This is a, another mantra to live by. Just, just do better. And sometimes doing better is thinking better. Getting out of negative thinking patterns. I think that's maybe the most productive version of, of doing better because once your thinking patterns improve, then typically your actions follow as well. Right? The minute you start thinking, this isn't all I can be, or is this really what I want, is when I think you start really doing meaningful stuff. And that's a really weird spot to arrive at. It takes some self-reflection, it takes some discipline, it takes some, usually some medicine. It's heavy to ask yourself those questions, to really look yourself in the mirror and question your state of affairs. But when you do, I think that's when you start doing better, literally. And I think most actions are cyclical. Like, you ever been in an argument with somebody and you're arguing, they're arguing, and you guys are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And at some point, you know, someone's got to be the bigger person. Someone's got to be like, hey, man, we don't got to fight about this. Like, someone's got to come in and, like, stop the momentum or else it just devolves into hate. And then it just kind of, you know, ends at a poor place. Someone has to be the bigger person to stop the momentum because it'll keep going. I think, conversely, goodness happens the same way, right? You start doing a little, thinking a little better. start making small but meaningful improvements then that begets more improvements and it just kind of keeps going that way so it just it cascades the opposite direction so i believe in that because i've lived that but also it's i think some logic there it's almost like the fake it till you make it thing just smile through the pain and all these things that people have been saying for generations i think there's something to it even if you really believe in a secret type thing power of manifestation and all that it all kind of relates to the same topics of once you start doing a certain thing, you kind of keep going in that same path, the same pattern. So that is a, if you're like me out there listening, this is a challenge for our personality types and that you may have to reiterate a certain topic or push a certain person or say a certain thing 30,000 times for it to actually get through. Which is frustrating <laughs> because you want them to do better now. You want them to be at a higher place now. And really, you want what you believe is best for them as soon as possible. It's almost like investing in a, in a 401k. Like the sooner you put money in there and it starts compounding, the better it is for you long term. But you know, we don't hear this lesson at 18 or 20, 21. You hear it like at 25, 30, and it's like, oh, man, I could have been... Just putting ten dollars, twenty dollars a month in there for the last eight years, and I just been missing out because no one told me. That's it's kind of that mentality where I want you to be better today because just imagine what how good tomorrow can be, and then next week, and then six months from now, you can be having doing better for six months, but it may not be their time. And that is that's a tough mental challenge, but again, that's personal. You don't don't put that on them, and if you can 
if you can learn to, I guess, put a governor on your own ego, because this is really an ego thing. I think you should be better than you are. You don't believe it, but I believe my judgment is better than yours. That's really what it, if you really want to boil it down, it's more of an ego thing. Even if it's meant for their benefit, you're thinking you know better than they do, or you think you're thinking that you see a better future for them than they do. So there's some ego in that. And you have to suppress your own ego in however many moments it takes for the hope that at some point your egomaniacalness sparks something in them to do better. And even that's that's some inception stuff if I ever heard it. That's <laughs> trying to get to the core of something. It's like, why don't you do better? Man, just leave me alone. All right, I'm just bringing it up again. You still with, oh girl, you still with that dude? Oh, just, and you just keep burrowing, just keep kind of pushing the button. And then it's, hey man, you think I'm making a mistake being with this guy? <gasps> Ding. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel? I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I want to be pushy. And so, recently, some of those seeds have come to fruition though. And so that's exciting in and of itself because it's only exciting because it's different. I don't know exactly how it's going to work out. No one does, right? But you know it's different than the status quo. So at the very least, you're doing better because you're not doing the same that didn't work. And so there's, that's a silver lining in and of itself, right? That's, that's a win. It may turn out horribly. Or maybe they change courses and then they lash out at you later on. Why did you tell me to break up with him? He was such a nice guy. It's like, well, it seemed right at the time. <laughs> Can't know the future. But you seemed unhappy for a long time. And I'm like, why are you with a dude you're unhappy with? Like, maybe you should get out. And then later they end up getting back together. And it's that awkwardness where you're around him and like, oh, hey, you back. <laughs> Never mind that stuff I said about you. Bye. <laughs> Do all that. But you never know how it's going to go. And what you want is that you want them to change courses because it at least gives them the option of doing better than what they've been doing before. And if they end up back where they were, they at least have more knowledge about their current state of affairs. Like if you quit a job and let's say you try to start your own company and maybe six months into it, you just don't have the overhead. It's not selling. The marketing side is trash. And then you end up, you know, they let it, they take you back at your old job. You're at the same job, but you're not the same version of yourself that you were before you try to start your own company. You now know the other side of it. You've got to, you've seen too much, and so now you know. Okay, cool. I know how to make this version of my job better, or I need to learn more lessons at this job. So when I want to go out and start my company again, I can be better the second time around, and that. That's the win. That's what doing better is. So hopefully this hits some of you guys the right way. Hopefully if you're like me and you know you have this this ego kind of issue with people, you can learn to pull back a little bit. And if you're lucky and you have good people around you who don't push you away because you're pushing them, that it can lead to them stepping outside of their current situation to try to do better. And then we'll see what that leads to. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Tell your friends, family, people you don't know that good. <laughs> and um, keep living your best life.
just smile. I'm not going to call y'all bitches, but you know the song. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Deuces.